Welcome to the Speak Faith Daily Show. I'm Amy Dial, and I'm your host. I pray in some way that this episode will touch you and help lead you to speak faith over your life more freely every single day. Take a listen. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be sitting down with you guys today on a new topic, a new thing, um, a new kind of aha awaken moment with God and that he showed me in my own life. Today we're going to be looking at parenting, parenthood, adulthood, <laughs> all those hoods. We are going to be looking at that today. I just took a step back and have been praying about some things in my own life. Me and my husband pray together a lot, but this is one that is my own prayer and I've just been praying to God about it and he revealed some things to me that made me step back and say, oh, you're so right. You're so right. And so I wanted to bring that to light today because I feel like God really opened this door Um I wouldn't say it's a dark place, but he opened the door and light really did shine through and kind of took me by surprise. But also I was very intrigued by what God was, I feel, showing me. So um, today that's what we're talking about is parenting, parenthood. Um, So let's just dive right in. I have a 13-year-old son, a 9-year-old daughter. Uh, both are amazing, amazing, brilliant children. If you don't say that about your own children, then I'm sorry. Um, but I always hype my children up, whether they are having a good day or a bad day. Always hype your kids up, y'all. It always helps set the mood, especially if you have a nine-year-old. You kind of know um, they're coming into their own little world. These girls are uh, um, a handful sometimes. So anyways, 13-year-old too. He is amazing and a handful (laughs) but all kids are and we go with the flow right parents so here's the thing I my son who is 13 has dyslexia and so he um, has an IEP and he struggles right like our kids struggle all of our kids struggle no matter if they have something they're diagnosed with or not they all struggle in school, they struggle in life, they struggle with feelings, they struggle with emotions, they struggle, they struggle. So, and and your kid really truly isn't born with their handbook. There is no handbook that says when they hit 13 and they hit puberty and they go through all these emotions, they're going to be very moody. And if you look on page 91, this is how you will achieve greatness with your teenager um, when <laughs> they release their demons on you for no reason, right? No, they do not come with any book of any kind. And there are plenty self-help books out there in the world. And um, maybe they're amazing. I don't have them particularly. I'm not going to go searching for them because, well, I don't know. I really don't know why I don't do that. But anyways, there are plenty of ways to figure out how to help our kids. And um, this is where I was struggling. So we struggle. Um, dyslexia is a hard thing. Um, when your kid works, they can work really good. When they decide not to work, <laughs> all hell breaks loose some days. And y'all, you just know me. If you're a parent, you know. You know that there are days 
that you have had in your child's life where they come home and they just break down. And that is their, their breakdown time. Like they, they just fully break down. You don't know how to help them. And then there are days they come in bouncing and they're so on, you know, a whole new level and they don't need to let go of anything because it was all a great day. So you go through these roller coaster emotions. And again, you have, we have a nine-year-old and a 13-year-old and with the 13-year-old, we've been dealing with dyslexia for about three years and it never gets, I mean, I wouldn't say it never gets easier. There are just different times that make it not to be easy some days. Like I need my support groups, y'all. Like I have some amazing teacher friends a couple of them actually work with dyslexics, so they help me so much like they are a godsend for me. And I hope that if you don't have somebody like that, that you would go out and look for them because they are so important in your life. Like, so important. Get you a support group, <laughs> something, some mom help support groups or dad, whatever, parent groups. It's important, y'all. We need to be more um, inclined to coming together as parents and facing those things together. Back to kind of why I want to, you know, talk in this podcast and what about is that it has been a struggle. We are almost done with school and it seems every year since um, my son has been diagnosed with dyslexia, he does okay throughout the whole year and we get to about the middle of March every single year and I don't even know. I can't explain it to you. It's just a struggle. So we struggle. And um, so anyways, I about two weeks ago, I was just really struggling. Like, you know, couldn't figure out, like, I want to be a good parent. I don't want to scream. I don't want to yell. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to set my son up for failure in the future. Like, if you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. Like, we want to do all the correct things. Like, we want to help them, but they don't want your help. <laughs> and so those those times become really hard for us. And um, as a parent, we want to do everything. We want to cover a mom's. Like, we are the protector. Like, we feel a lot of the time, maybe I won't speak for all moms, but I'll speak for myself, is I feel like I should protect my, my kids, both of them, all the time. Like, even my husband, like, I feel like I should just be this protector. Like, I want to wrap my arms around you. I want to help you. I want to do all the things right. Like, I want to be there for you. I just, I want to, I want to help. I want to help. I want to help. <laughs> and it becomes so much. Like, parents, we break down, don't we? We break down so hard and we don't know what to do. Like, we are lost some days. Like, it is everything just to get through dinner some days after a breakdown meltdown at the kitchen table with homework and you just don't know what to do like you don't know where to go you just want to veg out because you just want to hold your child you'd rather just cuddle them than have to do the homework and it, and it all becomes so much sometimes so here i am two weeks ago honestly i've been praying this for years honestly for about at least a year i've been praying to god like help me show me the way how can i you know instill in me things that I can help my son and my daughter grow in the best way possible. Like just instill in me all these things. God, download me, you know, purify the places that aren't pure, you know, do the things that I need to do to, to, to be the best parent and to show him how to, to succeed and just instill, you know, and I was just praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying, praying to God and something happened. 
something major happened. So are you ever there? Is that your place today? Have you been feeling that way? Like it's so overwhelming as a parent. Like it's so overwhelming as a mom or dad. It's so like, I don't feel like I get a break. I don't know how to do all of this. I don't know where to go with all this information. I don't know. Like you just feel overwhelmed. If that is you, I have hope for you today. I have something really big for you today. And I hope you grasp this like like I did when God gave it to me. Because I was like, whoa, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. So I was sitting there praying. And just really in this moment. And I came across a verse that began to circulate in my mind. Here it is. Psalms chapter 139, starting in verse 13. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Mm. That is good, y'all. Like that, that's good. So good. Take that in for a minute. That was Psalms chapter 139, verse 13, all the way to the, almost the end. I think it might be, it, I know that wasn't the end. 13 to verse 18. So if you need to go back and look at that later, take your notes and and spend some time there. Um, I read that and I thought, you know, that is so true. Like I, I I know the fearfully and wonderfully part, and I've read all of this. I just, at the moment, man, it wrecked me because we know that we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And I hope that you speak that over yourself a lot because we have to remind ourselves as women, parents in general, like all of us, we have to be reminded I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Like I praise God because of that. But this goes so much deeper. This goes so much deeper because we think about ourselves a lot, parents, like we think about ourselves and like, how can I do this? How can I figure this out? How, how is it that I'm going to get through this? How am I going to get from baseball to basketball to softball to track? Like, how am I going to do all of this stuff? Like, how can I carry all this stuff? And like, how, how am I going to, you know, help my son? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm dyslexic. Like, let's just put that out there. First of all, like, I'm dyslexic. And then like, I know how I deal with dyslexia, but that doesn't mean that's how he's going to deal with dyslexia. Like that. I don't like, I haven't always liked to read books. My son is dyslexic and loves to read. Like, there's a big difference. So here's the thing. Like, there was that moment and I read this and I thought, wow, like, it is true. Like God did, you know, he wove us together in our mother's womb. Like God wove my children into my womb. Like he put them there. He created them. He created them. He created your children. 
He created their eyes. He created their minds. He created their little bodies. He created every little freckle. He created every eye color. He created their hearing. He created everything. Everything for your child. He didn't leave anything out. He didn't leave anything out of our children. Boom. Isn't that such an awakening moment? He created our children. He created our children. He gave them everything they would need. He knew. Like he had been creating them before I knew that I wanted children. Like he created your children before he, you knew that you were going to want those children. God knew that. He gave them everything, instilled everything in them. Everything. So while we're searching here on earth and in, in the school system and with the teachers that your kids have and we're searching our husbands out or our wives out, whatever, whoever it is that you, you know, have as a source. <clears throat> while we're doing that, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, because this goes so much deeper. While I was sitting there praying one day, while I was sitting there praying one day, that's when God gave me that, that verse, or those verses in Psalm. And it was as if God was telling me, like, you have been searching for the answers. You come and pray to me a lot about this. Maybe not as often as I should, but I do. Um... You know, and I just felt like he was saying something. And then I had my aha moment. Here it is, friends. Like, we have our spouses, right? Maybe maybe you're a single parent. Maybe you don't have somebody that is beside you in the home. And maybe it is just you. Either way, parents, listen to me. Listen to me. School is hard. Life is difficult. There are so many things in the world that none of us can figure out. Like going through the COVID, going through just life in general is so flipping hard. Like there it is. It is hard, right? It is hard. Here is the thing. We need parents. We need to be partnering with God more. And what am I saying by that? Here's where it gets interesting. We need to be co-parenting with God. If you have a spouse and you two are on the same page for your kids, that is great. Like me and my husband are. But here's the thing, like, and we co and we parent together, right? <laughs> like he parents, I parent, I parent, he parents, like we meet together. Somebody gets grounded and I ground them. Like my husband's on the, that receiving end as well. And he's like, yes, you are grounded. Like we don't fight and bicker against each other, but here is the kicker. Here is the key to life, my friends. Here is the key to parenthood. Are you ready? co-parent with God. Co-parent with God. He is the maker. It says, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. 
I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes, we're talking about God here, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. My friends, amen, right? How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of the sand when I awake. I am still with you. We are still with God. We need to remember that while school is tough, while your kids are going through hormones and going through those motions of teenage years and any IEPs or any diagnosis of any kind, whatever it is, how tough school is, no matter what, no matter how that looks, no matter what their friendships look like, no matter what bickering is happening, no matter what, parents, we do what we can, but we don't forget. We need to hold tight, hold tight to the garment of God, and we need to be co-parenting with God. Co-parent with Jesus. Co-parent with Him. And when I say co-parent, what do I mean? Get in the secret place in your home. Find your war room. Get on your knees and pray to God. He is your co-parent partner. He needs to be the one we go to. First and foremost, again, God gave us spouses so that we could co-parent together and parent in the home and do the things that we need to do. There are people out there who are single parenting this and they are rocking it. But we all fall down. We all have our moments. Our children are going to come home. They're going to be hormonal. We're hormonal. Like we're all just trying to get through this together. Don't forget God. Before one day came to be, God knew. It was written in his book. He says we're precious. He says we're precious. He knit us together in our mother's womb. The one person who is going to know you more than you know yourself, there's only one. And that is God. That is our Lord. Our Lord knows your heart. Our Lord knows Our Lord knows our children better than we know our children. Amen, right? Thank God that he knows our children when we don't. So while we know that, like, I just, I, I just had to bring that to y'all. Like, it's such a revelation to me. Like, I don't even know why it's a revelation to me. Like, Dude, maybe you already knew that. Like, maybe, maybe you're like, uh, well, Amy, like, I already knew I should be co-parenting with God. Listen, I needed a refresher course, and this was it. And God showed me that, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to bring that to the podcast because it's important to me. It's important to me that I share with you guys how God's working in my life, but that I hope that in some way he's working in your life too. So I encourage you. To open your Bibles more with your children. Have nighttime Bible studies with your kids before bedtime. 
spend time instilling the word into your children. Instill the word into them. Instill God into them. Remind them who God is. When they're falling out on the kitchen floor, <laughs> when they're having their moment, like my son does this and and I am the one who tries to rein it all back in because I try to pull them back in with God's word and remind them who they are. You are fearfully, wonderfully made. You are a great work of art. You know, all these things like just constantly pouring into them. But here is the thing, like we need to be doing that. So if you're not doing that, here is one more thing I, I want you to hear in Deuteronomy chapter 11 starting in verse 18 it says fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads teach them to your children talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road when you lie down and when you get up Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates so that your days and the days of your children may be many in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors as many as the days that the heavens are above the earth. We have to be instilling God's word into our children. We need to be doing that. So I'm encouraging you today, do that. Whether it's your grandchildren, maybe you're parenting grandchildren. Maybe they're not your children at all. Maybe you're just fostering. Whatever it is, do not, friends, do not forget God. Do not forget that we need the Father in our lives. Like, He is our Father. He is our Father. Let's co-parent with God. Let's give Him all of the things that we can't do here on earth, and let's watch as He helps parent our children better than we do. Amen, right? Let him do it. Have that faith the size of a mustard seed to allow God to come in the room while you are having a kid fall out off the kitchen table and in the floor and speak life over your children. Remind them of who God says they are. And in all else, do not forget to co-parent with God co-parent with God. So that might've been more of a preaching than a lesson or just a podcast time. But I had to tell you all that because it's so important. Like when I was reminded of it, that's why I'm so like encouraged and inspirational about it right now, because it's just a light bulb. Sometimes we just need that reminder. Like, yes, God is there, but you know what? God formed our children. He knows them better than I do. And I grew those babies in my belly. So I should know them pretty well, but I don't know everything. God does. When I don't know everything, God does. When when I don't know how to fix my, my son's issue or my daughter's issue, God does. When my kid is having an emotional wrecked day and I don't know how to fix it, God does. God does. God does. God knows. So if you're having a hard time this week, it's Friday. But if you're having a hard time this week or you've had a hard week or you've had a hard month, man, and you're just happy that it's April the 1st, like you're just trying to get through school, you're trying to get through the emotions, whatever it is, may this be your encouragement today. God knows what you're going through. God knows what your kids are going through. Just co-parent with him. Don't forget to pray. Don't forget to get on your knees. 
touch that child, put a hand and lay a hand on your child and pray over them right there, then and there, do it. Co-parent with God. Never leave God out of the room. Never leave God out of the information. Never leave God out of the conversation. Never leave God anywhere out of your parenting time. Co-parent with him. Y'all, that's all I got for you today. I hope in some way that this has encouraged you. Maybe it's instilled something more into you. Maybe you're just ready to uh, go after it and let God co-parent with you. But in some way, I hope that this has made a difference in your life today. I hope that it is a good way to uh, end your, your Friday. Either way, go into the weekend blessed. I love you and I will see you guys soon.